This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Today is Wednesday, the 1st of November, 2017. On this week's podcast, Sprint walks away from a merger with T-Mobile, the story of the first major American movie star to wear an army uniform, and it's been 500 years since the Protestant Reformation started. We discuss the fifth sola, soli deo gloria. But first, this week's headline story. At least eight people are dead and several injured after a truck rented from the Home Depot drove onto a jogging and biking path in Lower Manhattan in New York City on Tuesday afternoon. The sprawling crime scene runs about 10 blocks long on the West Side Highway, a few blocks from the One World Trade Center. The driver entered the West Street pedestrian and bike path north of Chambers Street, hitting multiple people on the path before slamming into a school bus, destroying the rental truck. Getting out of the truck with two fake guns, the driver was chased by police before being shot and taken into custody. This according to WPIX Channel 11 in New York, which went on to state that the suspect screamed Allah Akbar, which is Arabic for God is great. The phrase is often used when acts of terrorism are committed by Islamic terrorists. U.S. cell phone carrier Sprint's parent company SoftBank is abandoning its efforts to merge the wireless carrier with T-Mobile U.S. after concerns the parent company, based in Japan, expressed about giving up its only U.S. holding. SoftBank's board ultimately rejected the idea of an all-stock deal that would have given Deutsche Telekom, parent company of T-Mobile, control over the new combined company. This move signals the almost certain demise of Sprint in the U.S. as the company has fallen far below its three rivals in recent years in cost, coverage, and service. Sprint shares plunged more than 7% at the news. The SoftBank CEO had reportedly mandated that he have a say in how the company proceeded if the merger succeeded, and when that didn't look to be an option, the Japanese company backed out. Had it succeeded, the merger would have positioned the two companies to better challenge U.S. telecom leaders Verizon and AT&T in the competitive industry. T-Mobile shares also fell slightly, but were expected to rebound, as the news won't affect any of T-Mobile's publicly announced long-term plans. Oh, wait a minute there. Why my father ever started this cheap penny ante building alone, I'll never know. But just remember this, Mr. Potter, this rabble you're talking about, they do most of the working and the paying and living and dying in this community. Well, is it too much to have them work and pay and live and die in a couple of decent rooms and a bath? Anyway, my father didn't think so. People were human beings to him. But to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. In my book, Mr. Potter, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. James Stewart was born on May 20th, 1908 in the town of Indiana in Pennsylvania, and was raised as a Presbyterian. He was descended from veterans of the American Revolution, the War of 1812, and the American Civil War. 
and was the eldest of three children. He was expected to take over his father's hardware store business which had been in the family for three generations. However, while at college, James Stewart met Frank Capra and the friendship led Stewart to go into acting. He was known before World War II as a young actor, starring in several films directed by Capra, such as Mr. Smith Goes to Washington and You Can't Take It With You, as well as others, The Philadelphia Story and The Mortal Storm. As the first major American movie star to wear a military uniform in World War II and decorated for his service, James Stewart, or Jimmy Stewart, flew his 12th combat mission during the war in March of 1944, leading the 2nd Bomb Wing in an attack on Berlin, Germany. After the war, Jimmy Stewart appeared in his final Frank Capra film, It's a Wonderful Life, perhaps his best-known production, experiencing what is now diagnosed as post-traumatic stress disorder during the film's production. Jimmy Stewart also collaborated with Alfred Hitchcock and Anthony Mann for films in the suspense and western genres, such as Vertigo and The Man from Laramie. After World War II, Stewart settled down at age 41, marrying former model Gloria Hattrick McLean in 1949, and they remained married until her death in 1994. In December of 1996, Jimmy Stewart was due to have the battery in his pacemaker changed, but he opted not to, preferring to let things happen naturally. In February of 1997, he was hospitalized for an irregular heartbeat and surrounded by his children on July 2nd, 1997, Jimmy Stewart died at the age of 89 at his home in Beverly Hills, California, with his final words to his family being, I'm going to be with Gloria now. President Bill Clinton commented that America had lost a national treasure, a great actor, a gentleman, and a patriot. Although he held viewpoints in direct opposition to many of his Hollywood friends, Jimmy Stewart made an effort to stay away from divisive topics and focus on the friendships over the conflicting viewpoints. In a world that would view his differences with others as irreconcilable, Jimmy Stewart is instead remembered as one of the few steady, reputable actors Hollywood has ever known, seemingly untainted by the habitual divorces, scandals, immorality, greed, and backstabbing common in the Hollywood scene. Protestant Reformation was ignited 500 years ago yesterday by Martin Luther when he posted his 95 Theses on a church door in Wittenberg, Germany on October 31, 1517. One of the foundational views to come out of the Reformation was the Five Solas, Latin for alone, standing for five key biblical points. Sola Scriptura, Scripture alone, Sola Fides, faith alone, sola gratia, grace alone, solus Christus, Christ alone, 
and Soli Deo Gloria, Glory to God Alone. And that one is the topic of today's discussion. R.C. Sproul says this of the last sola, Each sola is important, but the first four really exist to preserve the last one, namely the glory of God. To those who don't know God, that is perhaps the most foolish of all statements. What does it mean to give glory to God? First, what is the glory of God? Well, the glory of God is the holiness of God put on display. In Isaiah 6 we read, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Note how it sifts from holy to glory. This is because when the holiness of God fills the earth for people to see, it's called glory. The basic meaning of holy is separated from the common. Thus, the holiness of God is his infinite separation from all that is common. God is the antithesis of man. We are impossibly lost and wicked. God is infinitely good and perfect. The glory of God is a way to speak of the reality to which all human wonder, awe, praise, honor, and worship is pointing. We were made to find our deepest pleasure in admiring the infinitely admirable, which is only the glory of God. We must not allow the glory of things on this earth to take the place of the glory of God, which is infinite. Distinct from earthly glories, God's glory is not the psychological projection of an unsatisfied human longing onto reality. Rather, our inconsolable longing for satisfaction and pleasure is evidence that we were made for God's glory, which is the only thing which can satisfy. So why give glory to God? Well, 1 Corinthians 10 tells us that whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And Isaiah 43 tells us that we are created for his glory. The great mission of the church is to declare God's glory among the nations. Psalm 96 charges us to declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the people. Our primary purpose in life is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. As Christians, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We were lost sinners and God rescued us through the incarnation and the ultimate revelation of his glory. And that incarnation is Jesus. Hebrews 1 says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And so as Christians, we are eternally thankful and we rejoice for this rescue, this, this salvation from sin and death that has been given to us. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. One author puts it this way, hope that is really known and treasured has a decisive effect on our present values, choices, and actions. May we as followers of Christ weed out the glories of this world and crush them so that we may truly see and share in the glory of God. Though the world sees this as foolishness and crazy, to those who do know God, to those who are being saved, it is the acknowledgement of and desire for God. Let goods and kindred go. This mortal life also, sole deo gloria, to God alone be the glory forever. Amen. The Spirit and the King.
Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time, from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.